0: Hello, sweet baby angels. Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Creating Happy with me, Gabriella Rosie. I'm so amped about this one. This is the journey of my creative career. And honestly, I feel like a bit of a douche saying journey, but like for reels. You're about to hear about the ups and downs of this roller coaster journey that's led me to where I wanted to be all along, which is having my career, having my whole life of being an artist all day, every day. Mm-mm-mm. And even the process of writing the notes for this episode felt like such a huge clarifying process. Everything suddenly made sense like so actually I recommend doing that for yourself you don't have to write a full-on memoir but bullet point out the major moves of your life and you will start to see connections and patterns and how one thing leads to a new evolution of yourself and it just makes sense of life really to have that overview so 10 out of 10 recommend it is beautiful stuff And this episode is brought to you by the Art and Money Masterclass with Gabriella Rosie. Oh my god. But really, um, okay. I'm thrilled to bring you this opportunity to learn the need to knows about how you can transform your creativity into cash flow. The art and money masterclass, we are um I'll share a little bit more. this at the end of this episode, but it's you, me, and a bunch of babes going deep on the things that will actually make your art profitable. Basically, everything I've learned from 10 whole years of a lot of confusion, a lot of feeling lost, a lot of trying things and failing at things and succeeding at things, I mean, this is exactly what I wish I had at the beginning of the story I am about to share with you because it would have saved me a lot of time and energy and basically catapulted me to leaving my fantasy much, much sooner. So all of the details on the masterclass are going to be at the end, but if you want to go ahead and grab your ticket now, you can go to GabriellaRosie.com slash art money. Let's get into this. I'm a star at the beginning... And then when I come to the end, I guess I'll stop. Yeah, that's how these things work. So I went to university and I got a degree in psychology. I thought I wanted to be a psychologist then. And as I progressed through my degree into doing my honours thesis, I thought I would then switch on to being a researcher. And I started applying for my master's and I wanted to go on to do my doctorate. And at the same time, as all of this going on at uni, towards the end of high school, I think, I'd been posting my outfits and my art online. I had a blog that I'd changed a name for every two months, basically, (laughs) and I was obsessed with Tumblr and just the internet in general. It was so much fun. Like, I found all of these people all over the world who like to dress weird and talk about the things that they were making. And I put DIYs of zines I made on my website and I'd make dresses out of vintage bed sheets. Oh my God. Wow. Just... I've really just always been obsessed with the internet and having a space to, like, create things and share things and connect with people who are into the same weird shit as you that, like, it's almost been impossible for me to just come across those people in real life. And yet the internet leads you to, like, this whole group of the people who just vibe with you and get you and on your are on your level with the shit that you want. And honestly, that's basically why... The internet is always on my gratitude list. So anyway, being online, um, I started seeing people opening shops and selling the things that they made. So naturally, I opened an Etsy shop. It was called Pixie and Pixie which the name is after my dog Pixie and one of my favourite films, Dumb and Dumber. So yeah, (laughs) just coming from that angle, obvs. Um, and holy crap, you guys, like I cannot even begin to tell you how my pure obsession, pure obsession with creating and sharing things just went into complete hyperdrive when I had this facility, this mechanism of a shop to put it into. Having something that you're actually like working towards and building and creating and having like a purpose for that was insanely powerful and immediately addictive. The fact that I was making money off the things that I was creating was wild. Just beyond fantasy, for real. I was studying full-time, I was working at restaurants and in retail, always having one job, sometimes having two jobs. I think one time I had three jobs over, like, Christmas, and that was just a bit mental. And yet still, I was creating and selling round the clock. My shop reached 2,000 sales in the first year believe me when I say that I was working on it constantly. I remember I had a little TV in my room and I would come home from uni and put on like Never Been Kissed or Ten Things I Hate About You on loop and just make jewellery all night. My fingers were always caught co- coated in glue. I must have blogged every single day. It was It was a time, it was a time, let me tell you. And back then I really didn't even build a massive following despite like my sales going pretty high with it. Or yeah, but I figured out how to work Etsy really well. I had hundreds of items in my store all of the time and I was really ace at tagging each item and knowing like what to put in the description to show up first for searches. I knew what, I was able to like understand and anticipate what people would want before they knew that they wanted it it was honestly just like a full education in selling online through the process of like figuring at, figuring it out through like wasting a shit ton of money on like things that didn't work and just trying and playing with things it just yeah it made me figure it out through the process of it and it was just a whole lot of fun like i could i was easily spending all that time and energy doing it cuz it was just the most fun it was all i gave a shit about So clearly I was all in on this. I did pretty well. I built up a really strong Etsy shop and was making okay money. But actually, if I calculated the income to the amount of hours that I put in, it would be pretty shocking, not going to lie. And, you know, I reckon that's how shit usually is when you start. Like I was young, I like was only just figuring out what this all meant. You have really, you've got to do the work to get good and get known. And I feel like this repeated itself through all of the different ways that I've created. You're not going to have traction. You're not going to have people banging on the door for the things that you create until you have Figured out, first of all, how to create them in like a really powerful, unique way that nobody else is doing until you have like ownership on your marketplace and you're just doing it like boss fucking level. Like it takes time and energy to get to that. And I think being okay with that and that is why it's so important to be obsessed with the thing that you're creating and obsessed with the process of it because otherwise you're going to get bored and you're going to want to shift to the next thing. Whereas when you find the shit that you really are excited to make and create and share, Then there is like no limit to the time that you want to spend doing it. You want to pour your energy in it. Doing the thing, creating the thing gives you more energy. That is when it's fucking gold. So you've got to do all this work to get good and get known. It's almost like pushing a giant snowball up a mountain, if that's the thing. I still feel like I'm doing that now as well. Like right now, I'm nowhere near the peak of where I'm going. I know that and I am so excited about that, you know? I'm so excited to wake up early and spend time figuring out how I'm creating these things. And I've learned so much from the whole process of where I've been and where I am now, but it's still like a journey. It's still figuring it out. And the same way all those years ago, I was just happy to be creating and sharing my art that passion is still huge. It's still fiery hot within me. Truly, I don't think I can even stop my brain working in this way. Creative people cannot stop creating. And that idea actually is going to be way more relevant in, a, in the next little bit because I actually did stop creating for a few years and shit did not feel right. But back on track... The Etsy shop was expanding. The Etsy shop was expanding. Too many E's in one sentence. I sold a Barbie limb necklace to Francis Bean Cobain, which will eternally remain one of my career highlights. Lena Denham got a necklace I made of Judd Apatow, because that was the kind of shit I made as well. She got that as a present and posted about on Instagram, and my man blew into a billion pieces. And I'm seeing all of these people that I followed do these really big, amazing things online. I was there. I saw blogging go from a weird hobby to people becoming millionaires. Like, do you remember that happening? That shift? I saw people doing the shit that I was doing, making their art, and that literally being their entire job. Like, they bought fucking houses from there. People were creating online, and that was their job. This was the, the origins, I guess, of personal branding that I saw. And I was stunned that this was all happening. But at that point, I couldn't quite believe that it could be my reality. I couldn't quite understand how I could make it happen for myself. Or it just felt like too distant, too far off to like apply to me, which was a fatal error, we'll say. So all this was happening in the online world and then, of course, I was a full-time student, remember? I'd go travelling every break between semesters and I really started seeing the world for myself. Um, I'd actually moved from Northern England to Australia with my family when I was about 14... And that big move really just set me up to seeing travel and moving anywhere that I wanted as really accessible. Like I'd seen it done, I'd lived through it. It was just like, oh, suddenly the world is like a much smaller place. Everything's available. And that really like set that tone for me that we can see emerge. So I still like studying because I love learning and I love psychology, but I started detaching from the idea of having an actual job at the end of it all. Because I was open to people who were creating their own careers online and making good money doing it, literally creating and loving every aspect of my life. I couldn't stop thinking, like, what am I going to do with a job? I literally don't want to work for someone and have to go to that same place every day. Like, that just never felt like... It just didn't fit right for me. That wasn't the, the future I could ever imagine. And now those thoughts made me feel really entitled and demanding and difficult. And it took me a fair while to dismantle them. And honestly, I still feel like I have shit to prove for not taking the conventional path. But I let that be a motivator and not a blocker to me. So I let it be like, oh, well, let's, let's do this. Let's prove to myself that I can have a bigger, better, bolder life doing exactly, exactly what it is I want, creating exactly what I want, doing it in exactly the way that I want to do it, and let me blow any expectations of what having a conventional life could have given me. That is like the most exciting thing ever. So when it came to applying for my master's, I remember sitting in an interview with my professor and they were telling me how I'd be studying and also have a placement in a practice and that it left no room for an external job. So I wouldn't have any money for like life and traveling. And also the placement would be like a nine to five kind of situation. So I wouldn't have time to travel anywhere. And let me tell you, I was literally sitting there and honey, my brain completely checked out. I literally could not imagine myself doing that for four years that it would take me to get my doctorate. And then of course, like the whole goal of that would be then to go and get a job and do that thing forever forever, where you have a job. (laughs) And I was sitting there thinking like, this is just not the way my life is going to look that's just not for me and yes i felt like a spoiled brat for feeling like this feeling like i'm not meant to have a job because that is literally what people do right that's how society functions right and yet i just knew that wasn't that wasn't a life where i could be happy and fulfilled and i just knew that it wasn't what i wanted and i had proof of alternate options. These people online are making their art and traveling the world and doing whatever the fuck they want every day. And they're no different from me. They're no different from you, apart from the simple fact that they've done the thing already. If it's available for them, it's available for me. And side note, this is an insanely powerful belief to hold for yourself. No idols, we're all humans. Allow your heroes to be the proof for you. Allow the people you look up to who have the things that you want to have, who have the career, who have the life, whatever it is, the elements of their life that you aspire to. Let that be proof that it is possible. Look to them as your mentors and your guides and you can figure the fuck out to make it yourself. Like, that is exciting shit. So, The idea of a job was just like, fuck, no. The idea of doing a doctorate for four years and being just entwined into that world of that was 100% my reality, 100% my focus. There's no time to do anything else apart from do that. Rightly so, because it's a big fucking ton of work. But having that realization, I was like, Gabby, step back. This is not the future you want, so why are you going to do insane amounts of work to get this, to make this future available, when ultimately you do not want it? So guess what I did? I moved to London, and I got a full-time job. Woo! Yep, 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 yep. So. I graduated uni, I got my degree in the mail, and I was beyond ready to go live somewhere different. I wanted to live in a big city, thought about Melbourne. London was sick and huge, so I picked it. I don't really think there was any specific reasons. Um, And I had maybe $4,000 when I moved and spent it all in about two months I started working at a cinema, stayed there for way too long. And then I got a job with this cool office company where I ended up managing the co-working space and working about 60 hours a week doing extra event shifts because rent was mad high and I wanted to travel. But honestly, I feel like the whole time, the whole time in London was just like a huge blare, which is really weird. I had a really big social life and it completely sucked me away from my own identity of being me, just as I am when I spend time alone. I didn't spend that much time alone at first and I really separated myself from my identity as what I like to do when it's just me, right? When it's just me in my room, making my art, creating my things, living in my brain, I love that space. That's how I feed into myself. That's why like solitude is such an important part of my practice now because I know how important it is to be precious with that time. I really stepped away from my identity of being an artist and being a creative and for about two years, I just stopped creating, really. I didn't really share anything. I just got busy with life stuff, I guess. And it's weird because I cannot imagine that now. Like it seems so bizarre to me that I stopped obsessing over creating for so long. But I do think that this period was huge for me in that when I got that itch to pin, it suddenly felt clear as fuck that this life that I'd built was like a watered down version of me where I couldn't exactly show up in my full identity i wasn't fully expressed as the entirety of my identity it was a dist- it was almost as if i'd been distracted from from my own dreams and that ultimately it made me realize that the mediocre just would never be enough for me if settling would just never cut it for me if i wasn't living in and amongst my red hot fantasy i do not want it So I started painting, I started going to galleries after work and on the weekends, and I started feeling into myself again. This was a really huge and painful evolution for me. Everything about my life literally did not fit anymore in crazy ways. My job, my relationships, the whole city I lived in. Looking back, it was like I woke up from a dream and was like, oh shit, Gabby, remember? You're a fucking artist. This is not, this isn't your life. This is the wrong, you're in the wrong shit right now. And a big part of what shifted everything with me was me realizing that I would never be able to make myself fit into another life. I'd never be happy if I settled for just not going all in on making my fantasy real, you know? If I didn't allow myself the freedom of going all all in on my dream, nothing's going to cut it. I'd never feel right having a job and being someone who just like goes through life just paying bills and going to clubs and maybe going on a couple of holidays here and there. That's totally fine, but it's just not me. Being an artist is who I am to my core. Freedom is my one 100% number one priority. And both of those things were entirely lacking in my life. And boom, wake up call. I, I don't want any distinction between my work and my identity. I realized that it's all one and the same for me. I realized that I just had to make my dream happen and no other option would cut it. And I was ready to just let go of the shit that didn't fit anymore. I was ready to dive head first deep into my biggest fantasy. So I booked a flight back to Australia. My sister was working for the UN in Cambodia. So I went there for a few weeks first. And it's funny, in London, especially in the winter... I started getting really bad eczema flare-ups that I hated so much. It made me feel so insecure and it fucking hurt as well. I could barely bend my elbows and knees some days. I even got it on my face, which I'd never ever had in my life before. I would literally wake up and my eyes would be puffy and flaking It was awful. It made me feel like absolute shit. I remember going out on, like, New Year's and I didn't want to look at anybody in the face because I felt so, like, gross and embarrassed by how I looked. Just not in a good place. And guess what? My doctor prescribed me sun and seawater. I literally had to go back to Queensland out of medical requirement, right? And I see this as like my body knew I didn't belong there and she was just screaming for me to get out. And it's so weird that literally all of my eczema cleared up within about a week of being in Cambodia and I was really positively glowing by the time I got back to Australia. (laughs) Okay, where are we at? So for, backtrack a little bit, for about the last year or so in London, I'd started painting. I don't really know when it happened, but it went from me not doing any creating to me like going to like an art store and picking up a bunch of paints and canvases. And then suddenly it was like, that was all I did. I would paint every single night after work, all weekends I would literally like be carting things from, on buses, from like the paint shop to my flat and like my whole living room turned into like a studio. I had canvases stacked up in the hallway. It got wild. Painting was really new to me. I'd never done acrylics before and it was so fun to learn something new and to have this way for me to express and create again. And I got good really quick because I was spending so much time doing it and going out and doing that stuff just really seemed boring to me. I quickly like outgrew a lot of the relationships that I was in because it just didn't vibe with where I was at anymore. And I think that comes up a lot when people go through stages of evolution and it can feel awful and gross but ultimately you've got to know that the next stage of your evolution or like to have that evolution like you need to change and when you change the people that you are surrounded by will most likely change as well not everyone is on the same trajectory not everyone is transforming together in the same directions it's gonna happen like it's might be painful but it's gonna be worth it for real. I swear I promise you only good shit comes from evolution. I swear to Lord. So I really sunk into this space of wanting to just spend so much time alone, creating in my own thoughts, really building out, fleshing out my vision of what I wanted my life to be, to look like, to feel like the kind of woman that I wanted to be. And naturally, um, through all of that, I started selling a couple of paintings online. I even did a mural that's near my old flat in Greenwich. I'm pretty sure it's still there. It's in the glasses shop next to Starbucks. If any of you London babes want to go down to Greenwich and visit it, that would be super cute. Um, Yeah, so that was part of me back again. Like, I'd returned to... The core of me, which is a creatrix at heart. And when I got back to Australia, I'd quit my job. And I was just, just going, obviously my job wasn't coming with me. So that doesn't happen. And I was like, all right, let's fucking do it. I spent every day painting in the sun. I started posting affirmations online, which eventually led to me creating the bad bitch affirmation deck. But before that, I had a bit of a panic. In a dancing in the kitchen accident, I spilled a drink on my MacBook and completely fried it. It was dead. It was K-fucking-O. And this is where I can see how I still had so much self-belief work to do. Because now, okay, that wouldn't be an issue. Apple Store, let's go. New laptop. I sure as hell didn't have the money at the time to buy another one. And I didn't yet have... The understanding of how I could make that money—it seemed like, it seemed like such a challenge. Which is whoa, that was literally like not even very long ago, and I'm just like, wow, my mind. <laughs> so instead of figuring the fuck out, I was still super duper insecure and super not sure about how to make self-employment happen for myself. It was like. I didn't I didn't have the game figured out. I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't know where to focus my energy and frying my MacBook was just like Jesus Gabby, what have you done? Like you need to have some security here. You need to have some income. How are you going to do this? Bloody bloody blah. So I went job hunting. Yep, first hurdle and I panicked. At first, I was looking for a part-time job, but then I came across one for managing at a lush store. And it was just too good to pass. I told myself that I'd only get a job that was aligned with my vibe and my values. Like, I wanted to look how I wanted to look. So I have pink hair or whatever it might be. I wanted the job to feel fun and have some meaning. And it's a company that's cruelty free and mostly vegan. And they have a good political voice for the most part. And I also wanted a job that I could come home from and not bring with me. And retail is really good for that. So I was there for less than a year. And I'm truly so, so grateful for that experience. Like I made some sick friends. I had so much fun. I still have cupboards that are stocked with a lifetime (laughs) supply of shower gel. But mostly it was like the income from that job. I bought my new MacBook within the first month's wages and got back to work on my business. And... With my salary, like I kept using that to keep investing into myself and my business. I wouldn't have been able to print the first deck of cards if it wasn't for the income. I paid for coaches and courses that were hugely, hugely evolutionary, that completely like shifted my mindset, shifted my thinking, led me to the next stage of being like, fuck, I can do this on my own now. It was honestly just like a hugely expansive time. When I left that job, I knew it would be the last job that I'd leave. The last job that I'd have. I know that. I felt fully ready to back myself because I'd been working really hard, building my brand and developing my art alongside doing the jobs. And everything that I'd invested into myself had changed me so much. I I evolved to be the person who could easily make my dream of being an artist happen. And it got to the point where my art was making more money than my salary, but I was spending double the time at my job. So it was kind of like, it became obvious that it was time to leave because I saw that if I could spend that time that I was at work on my business instead, then I could be even more profitable and I could have even more freedom. And dude... That is the fantasy. That is the dream. I could have the dream right there. It was on a platter for me. Everything had led me to that point. And I always say, there's no shame in having a job when your dream is to be be an entrepreneur. It can be amazing fuel in that it makes it crystal clear that you really don't want a job and it's not going to fit with you in any way, no matter how much you might match with your desires for a job. And also it can be literally the way that you fund the start and expansion of your business. The security of a monthly wage can be the best tool if you use it right. You can use the money from your job to invest in everything that's going to propel you to the next level with the security of knowing that you're going to have a month's wages coming in again. You can Know that you can pay your rent, that you can pay your bills and that's okay. And then you can also spend time creating your art without having to have that immediate pressure of that of your art paying your rent and paying your bills. Jobs are powerful shit, man. I'm not going to shade on jobs one bit. So after I quit my job, I spent four months travelling around Southeast Asia. I went to Bali, Thailand and Vietnam completely alone. And this was the trip that I fantasised about when I was working in an office in London. And I could barely even afford to take like a weekend trip anywhere. I remember writing and launching a programme in Bali and it made enough money to fund the entire trip and my mind blew into smithereens. (laughs) I would sit in cafes creating new cards and art and literally having the freedom to just make whatever I felt most excited about. Like, oh God, I'm honestly like, it's wild. I'm, yeah, overwhelmed even thinking about all of this. (sighs) And yeah, since then, it's been even more expanding and more evolving. Every, every month feels like a new version of me is available to create things and share things and show up in all these new ways. And fuck, like I used to hate parts of my journey. I felt like I'd made so many mistakes and wasted so much time, but... I reckon it's all played its part. Every part has just made my vision clearer, made me more self-assured, made me understand my own value and worth, and it's really cemented my commitment to this life of mine. It's all expanded on itself. I'm still the same person who wants to create and share all day, and I've just finally allowed myself to believe that I can have all of my desires And I'm having them now. I'm having my cake and I'm fucking eating it. And it's all available to me. Ah. So that is everything that's led me to now. And my business where it is. In this unbelievable fucking place. I cannot wait to touch on this again. In 10 years. Like how fucking blown away am I going to be. Of what I've built and what I've created then. That's just the most exciting thought to me. So right now, I've done things that I couldn't have even imagined a couple of years ago. I wouldn't have believed that I'd take myself on a solo trip to live and create in LA for months. I couldn't have imagined the amount of amazing people that I connect with or the wild amount of people who invest in what I create, who order things as soon as I make them go live, who DM me every single day of them pulling cards and we have these beautiful conversations. All of these amazing people who are all part of this vision with me. And I wanted to share this this story, this whole spiel that I've been going on because I know that you might be listening and seeing parts of yourself in my story. You might feel the ways that I've felt. You might have that hunger to create your own life too. And I just wanted to create something here to show you that whatever it is that you want, it's entirely possible. You can figure it out. You can make your fantasies real. We live in a time where we can connect with people all over the fucking planet, share the things that we create, and there are people out there who are desperately hungry for exactly what it is that you create. Your work has the power to enrich people's lives in ways that you do not even know. I'm so fucking proud of myself for being brave enough to believe in my vision and believe in putting the work out there because I know the impact and the connections that I've been able to make through it. A fucking life-changing Shit, man. And like, I'm so excited for you to do that yourself. Like, this has a uh uh, what, a snowballing effect, this has like a tap on effect, everything that you do impacts the people around you, impacts the people who are observing you, it's so fucking important for us to all believe in what it is that we want to create and what it is that we want to do with our lives, we cannot just waste time wishing things were different, it's time to create the change that we want in our own lives, to create the fucking art that we are here to make. I believe this so strongly. Clearly, I'm very passionate and emotional about this right now. <sighs> okay. That is that is my tale. That is my excitement on all of this. Um, yeah. So if you are a creative, you're seeing yourself in what I'm talking about and you want to know more, if you want to learn more, if you want to make shit fucking happen for yourself for real, if you want to make the ways that you create, and you can create in any fucking way that you want, if you want to make that your money maker, which you can in any way that you want to, believe me on that, then I have a masterclass coming up on September 5th. This is everything. All of the lessons that shifted me from just having a dream to actually making it happen, it's all in this masterclass where you can join me for a three-hour call and leave with clarity and focus on what steps you should actually be taking to really make money from the things that you create and to build the audience of people who are ready and waiting to pay you. If you've been trying to figure out how to make money from your art and you haven't been getting the income that you want, if the results haven't been happening, then get yourself a ticket to Art and Money Masterclass. It's on September 5th, 12pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. It's only $200 for three entire hours, including a Q&A, so you can get super specific on what you need to know to progress you to the next level. And you'll get a recording as well. So it's no problem if you can't attend live because you can access the information forever. I have a lot of international babes. So you're going to get this for life. The information is yours forever, always. And look, especially if you're working full time or you're a parent or a student, you know, your time has these limitations on it. So it's even more important that you're not just wasting your time and energy and mental space faffing around trying to go through figuring out this. It's a long fucking process if you're just if it's guesswork, right? This is your opportunity to do the things that actually work and know where you should be directing your time and energy for maximum impact. Go to gabriellarosey.com slash art money and secure your spot now. It's going to be so much fucking fun and such an expansive class. I cannot wait to see the evolutions that come from it. Oh my golly gosh, thank you so much for tuning in today. This was such a wild trip down memory lane. Okie dokie, so I am off to pack some orders in the famous hot pink envelopes. Remember babe, you can do, be, and have anything and everything that you desire. Love you very much. Bye!